the college football experience March check-in episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. For every twenty-five dollars you bet in college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football experience, March Madness for college football. Yes, we can talk March college football because we talk college football year round on the college football experience. And people, they've slid into my DMs, they've tweeted me, they've tagged me and stuff, and they have questions regarding college football in 2022 as what? What are we? Five months away? Five months away. Crazy offseason. We got all that stuff covered and more. My name is Colby Swing Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. And uh, look, the news isn't just going, it, it's not like it's going absolutely crazy here. Um, but you know, news is happening a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, you know, a crazy off season with coaching hires, crazy off season with the transfer portal as we're seeing. And that's, what's crazy is a guy that covers college football and college basketball. You're just like, wow. Okay. <laughs> college basketball warned me for college football this past year when like, I feel like every, I mean, there's certain teams take, take Towson and college basketball, for example. It's like their whole team transferred Oregon state the year before. Uh, so you, I, I, they, they, they gave us a warning because uh, with college football, it's certainly happening and things are changing daily. There's just players just all over the, uh, <laughs> the landscape entering the transfer portal, whether it's FBS or FCS. And I imagine I haven't even lo- dove in the D two or D three, but um, on all fronts. So um, that that's going to be something that is going to be a storyline each and every month. Each and every month of this uh, season will be, you know, of this off season will be that. Um, right now, uh, you know, I'm going to get right out the gate because we have questions going on uh, all across. Uh, I have a, a slew of DMs that I've basically had for the past. I've kind of held on to them since I don't know, maybe like mid January. Um, but we got to talk about these, the, the hot seat, the hot seat right now in college football. Um, 
Scott Frost. I got a DM saying, do I think Scott Frost makes it through the year? And uh, you know, I kind of uh, was on that Nebraska Hill <laughs> last year. Uh, but I'll say this, Mark Whipple, Casey Thompson. And those are, those are guys that I think will probably pay off. And I think the biggest thing personally is the Nebraska schedule. I think it's much easier than a season ago. Now they still got to win these games that are kind of toss up games. We saw it last year, week zero, they played Illinois in a game that they, in my opinion, they should have won, but they just kept shooting themselves in the foot, which seemed to be the case really for Scott Frost's entire career at Nebraska as a head coach. Um, Week zero, they play Northwestern. And we'll see when the win totals come out. Obviously, we got you covered on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, all that good stuff. We go through every team, in all 130 teams, and then the FCS. Uh, but they got to win week zero against Northwestern. That's a 50 50 game that I feel like, yes, I know they beat Northwestern last year. I was in, I, I actually went to that game in Lincoln, Nebraska. But this is one, it's the, I compare it to the Illinois game in week zero a year ago. Um, they can't afford to lose that game. They got to win that game. And uh, Nebraska, yes, uh, I'm sorry, Northwestern, they were terrible last year. But normally, when Pat Fitzgerald has a terrible year, he bounces back with a great year. Now we'll see. I know, obviously, their legendary defensive coordinator. Uh, he he retired uh, last year, and last year the defense was terrible without him. And that's Fitzgerald's special team. And you know, they they lost one of their key players. That got transferred or that transferred to uh, to Notre Dame, and we'll talk more on that in a bit. But and then the offense. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's a game Nebraska should be a favorite in, and uh, it is in Ireland. So I mean, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Pat Fitzgerald in Ireland. <laughs> uh, I I think Nebraska wins that game. So just I'm just gonna blindly right now in March. Don't hold me to this in uh, it by the time, uh, I don't know, but the, by the time July rolls around or, or June, uh, North Dakota, the fighting Hawks in FCS, not, not a terrible team in the FCS that that's uh, their week two opponent. I think they'll take care of business there. Georgia Southern week three. I think they'll take care of business there. Georgia Southern had they stuck to their triple option. I thought could have been a dangerous opponent. No, they went out and hired clay Helton. They brought in Kyle Vantries, the quarterback from Buffalo. I, I think Georgia Southern's making a mistake ditching the triple option personally because they've had great success. They've won countless, uh, what, how many national championships in, uh, in the FCS and then how many bowl seasons with the triple option? Uh, I, I think they're crazy to, to leave the triple option and go to a, a pro style offense and especially with the Sun Belt. And we'll touch more on that in, in a bit, but uh, that should be a win. So I got them 3 and 0 and then hosting Oklahoma. Now we know. Oklahoma Lincoln Riley's gone. He's at USC. In comes in uh, Dylan Gabriel now at quarterback because because Williams is gone, and and now now I don't know what to expect. I mean, yes, they have uh, they have a, a just I would imagine they're going to be fine offensively and defensively, but I you we also don't know what to expect. I mean, Brent Venables is a guy that. Well, he goes out and gets Jeff Lebby. So I think the offense will move, but I don't know what to expect. I don't know how good do I think they'll be. I mean, I think they'll be 
contending in the Big Twelve. That's a winnable game for Nebraska. Wouldn't shock me at all if they won that game. If that even if they lose that, three and one out the gate is a great start for the first month of the season. Then they're home to Indiana. I think I think uh, I think they could potentially be uh, I think they could be you know five and zero here, but four and one or five and zero. I think they'll beat Indiana in Lincoln. Then they're at Rutgers, which is a winnable game. I think they go in that. Then they're at Purdue. I think that's probably going to be a loss, but they, it's winnable. Home to Illinois. I think that's that's a win. Home to Minnesota. Winnable. At Michigan. Loss. Home to Wisconsin. Winnable. At Iowa is is winnable, but I would favor Iowa. Um, so I, I think you know what 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 will they be happy with? I think there's a great chance this team is nine and three, eight and four, um, seven and five. Wouldn't even wouldn't even shock me too much if they went ten and two. It's a great schedule. So uh, uh, that to answer your question, I think I think Frost is going to save by Trev Alberts coming in and get and giving him that extra year. I think it's going to save his job. Now Fred Hoiberg, college basketball, I can't say the same. We'll see. Um, but they have played better the past two games. So. Um, that is that that's the first, uh, question there on that. Uh, but that, that that's regarding the hot seat. Do I think he will, uh, you know, and he asked who else would I would, would I have on the hot seat? Well, Brian Harson is the obvious one. I would be willing to bet he doesn't make it through the season. Um, Jeff Collins is one that, that, that comes to mind, uh, at Georgia tech was surprised to see him get an extra year, but I'm not saying that's a, I just don't know that he's, he's got a, he's got a, what a winning percentage of what? 26% so far. Um, I, I wonder, I mean, Carl, Carl Durrell is that one we mentioned that could be on the hot seat with Colorado. Their offense was terrible. Um, they just lost a, a ton of players in the transfer portal. So I think that's one we got to keep an eye out on. Um, I, I'll say this with Arizona state having this big problem going on right now. I don't know if Herm Edwards is going to coach there in, in August or, or September Colorado could grab. I mean, the problem is, is Colorado schedules insane. They play 11 power fives and a, the 12th game is a road game at air force. I just think that's a really hard deal for Carl Durrell. And I don't see, I don't see a way he's extremely successful. Now, yes, you could potentially beat Arizona state. You could potentially beat um, Arizona still, I would say, but I, I, you're not beating USC, UCLA or, or Utah. I don't think. So it's amazing. What, 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 how bad that, what has happened to that program as a, as a program in the eighties and nineties and early two thousands was always ranked and always good. That that's a, a program. That's just a mess. It's an absolute mess. And they just got need, they need to be smart and invest in football because football feeds all their stuff. Football feeds all their stuff. So uh, I'm going to say Carl Durrell, Jeff Collins. I'd be shocked if he's at Georgia tech after next year, I think they'll probably give him the, 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 maybe the whole year. I don't know. But, um, but then again, could you go six and six and make a bowl and go seven and six, win their bowl game? In Atlanta, we know this Virginia Tech, Virginia, 
and Duke are breaking in new head coaches. Uh, let's just pull up. Well, let's pull up uh, Georgia Tech's schedule real quick. Georgia Tech. Um, they, I mean, let's just talk about another one that maybe shouldn't have ditched the triple option. They were going to. They went to two Orange Bowls with the triple option, right? Um, they are going to be playing. So they get Clemson week one loss, Western Carolina, the Catamounts week two. That, that's a win. Ole Miss week three. That's a loss. UCF at UCF week four. That's a loss at Pitt week five. That should be a loss home to Duke winnable game. I'll give it to him. Even though I, 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 I think Duke uh, going out and, and hiring uh, Mike Elko, I think good hire. They get a bye week. They're home to Virginia. Virginia returns Brandon Armstrong. I would assume Virginia wins that game. They're at Florida State. They're at Virginia Tech. I don't expect them to win those, but I know I know they've played Florida State well. I think since uh, in the past few years, I'll even give them one of those games between Virginia, Florida State, and and Virginia Tech. Let's say they pull an upset. Then they're home to Miami, loss at North Carolina, loss at Georgia, loss. So I got the team winning three games, and I I think he's fired. I think he's fired. I think he should be fired. Um, let's take a look at the Buffalo, the Colorado Buffalo schedule, because I, I, I think uh, uh, it's, it's, this is a brutal schedule. Okay. Home to TCU. That's actually a winnable game because TCU is bringing in sunny dykes. They're going, they're going, I mean, they're, they're running the air raid. I in Boulder though. I think that's a winnable game. So maybe they can pull that one off. I think it's kind of a 50, 50 game. I would favor TCU though, by a field goal at air force. The very next week, air force beat them in Boulder. Air force won like what? 10 games last year. <laughs> I think they lose that game. Colorado's whole defense transferred. They have the most transfers in all of uh, FBS, by the way, that transferred out. That is um, week three. They're at Minnesota. I expect them to lose that. Home to UCLA, lose that at Arizona. Okay, so circle that. Maybe the, let's just give them TCU, even though I, I gun to my head, I'd probably take TCU. Uh, that would be two wins for Arizona. They, they welcome Cal to Boulder on on the, after a bye week. I'll even say like, okay, maybe, maybe they could get that one. But I'll, between me giving them TCU, I'm going to give them a loss. To Cal, then they go to Corvallis. They'll lose to Oregon State. They're home to Arizona State. Depending on how bad Arizona State is with the transfer portal in the coming months and the Herm Edwards situation, that's a potential winning game. And they've also played Arizona State fairly well, I believe. Um, then they're home to Oregon, loss at USC, loss at Washington, loss home to Utah, loss. Three wins. Carl Durrell fired. Go get Eric Bieniemy. All right. Um, th- those are the ones that I would. I mean. They're going to be fired. Auburn with Brian Harson. Let's take a look at this thing. Well, they get Mercer week one. <laughs> was Mercer? No, it was Sanford that lit up Florida last year. Uh, they'll beat Mercer. Week two, they get San Jose State. They should beat San Jose State. Wouldn't that be funny if San Jose State won that game? Week three, they're home to Penn State. It's winnable. I actually think Penn State might win that game, though, based off of. Auburn losing some key players in the transfer portal, but let's just give them it. That's a fit. Let's say the home, the home atmospheres, they get Penn state. They're three and zero. they're home to Missouri four and zero. home to LSU. Shit. They could be five and zero to start the 
maybe he doesn't get fired, but here's where it goes downhill. I bet you they probably lose to LSU. So let's say four and one at Georgia, four and two at Ole Miss, four and three. Fired right there. They got a bye week. You fire them right there because Auburn never lets their Auburn won't wait till the end of the year to do that. Either way, I don't expect Auburn to be very good. But I will say this schedule does kind of break nice for them. They don't have a road game until October eighth. Surprise, surprise. I mean, shit. Compare that to. Uh, Compare that to they don't have a road game till October eighth. Uh, what Georgia Tech plays two road games, like two and a half road games, uh, before <laughs> before October eighth. Comparing that to to the other guys on the hot seat, like Colorado plays what three road games before October eighth. <laughs> So if anything, Harson might have the best the best uh, chances to get out of this thing. Uh, other coaches that could get hired could get fired. I mean, I, I think potentially. Uh, uh, what's my guy? Dino Babers. That's one that I think it's a make or break year for him at Syracuse. Um, I think Mike Norvell. We could add to that list. I think Steve Sarkeesian after a five and seven season losing to Kansas. Those three we can throw on that list. Is there a fourth that we could throw on that list? Hmm. I don't think so. I think they would give Tom Allen another year or two. Um, Pac 12. I think, uh, no, I think everyone would be, I think everyone would stay in the Pac 12 there, with the exception, obviously, Herm Edwards, Arizona State situation. If he's coaching, then he's definitely on the hot seat. But uh, yeah. I would say those are the guys at Big Twelve. I'm trying to think of anyone else. No, drawing blanks. ACC, SEC, maybe. I mean, the SEC will fire some coaches sometimes for, uh, but I I don't think they would fire anyone that I'm thinking of right now off the top of my head. I think I think uh, everyone but Harson is probably safe. Uh I mean, I mean, Leach. I think they would give him more time because this track record proves that. Um. Anyway, uh, I want to tell you that college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. For every twenty-five dollars you bet on college football, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propsop.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is free to download it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. And folks, it's March madness. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Don't forget that daily shows for the past for all year. I mean, when we're in season, you get a college basketball experience episode every day off season. It's weekly, but we got you covered. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. And also remember to, to subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast, which I host with Patty C and NC Nick. Also Rod via Gomez, Adam Pelletier, all these guys coming in and uh, we kind of have a, just a, a big party with talking USFL season kicks April 16th. We just did a 35 round live draft reaction show when that was happening. 
and we've had a couple guests for a couple uh, draft picks that uh, just, uh, just came on the show. Most recently, Toby Johnson, a former Georgia bulldog came on the show. Go check out that episode. USFL gambling podcast. It's on Twitter at USFL gambling. So give that a follow as well. Uh, back talking college football, March madness style question here from uh, what is this barn dog seven? What are the best low key transfers that will pay off next year? Keyword is low key. I guess that's subjective. So I would say low key transfers. You probably want to say, I don't know. I guess I got to pull it because I don't know what would be like is Adrian Martinez a low key transfer? Cause I do think he could work out with, uh, with the Kansas state wildcats. Um, I would say after that, uh, I'm trying to, I'm pulling up the transfer portal. So I, so I know what the hell I, I could uh, like, cause obviously Spencer Rattler is not a low key transfer. Um, let's hop into court. Let's go quarterback position. Cause those are the big names. Uh, well, we're waiting on Jaden Daniels. He's low key because everyone else has transferred, but he's a big name. And I, and I guess we should talk about that. Cause that's one of the other questions. Where do I think uh, Jaden Daniels will land? He's in the transfer portal currently. And if you don't know Jaden Daniels, he's from Pasadena, California, and he's uh, been the quarterback of Arizona state. I think he's extremely talented. So I'll start there. As far as teams, I made this case on another episode. Baylor stands out to me as the one that would benefit the most from him. The teams that would benefit the most that are is, is Baylor, which I think he would do. I think, I think, I think Notre Dame would be one. I think Cincinnati, I think those three, we should all circle. You could throw Auburn in there, but I think he would be scared by the coaching situation. Cause I don't think, I think we know Harson probably not going to be there. So I'm going to, say Auburn won't really work. A and M seems to really like their quarterback situation with Johnson transferring in and then uh, bringing back the kid that got injured. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Um, I guess we should not rule out Auburn and a and M, but I, I, I would be surprised. LSU is one that I think I know they're miles. Brennan's coming back, but that one makes sense to me too. But at the same time, Brian Kelly has not had a great success and in, in quarterbacks, translating to the NFL. So I think that's potentially scary. I'll tell you this, if Georgia tech wants any, ch- any chance at, uh, cause I'm trying to think of who has like, who could he go and start day? Well, well, first off, if he, if Clemson or Clemson doesn't really take transfers with the exception, I know they just got Hunter Johnson back from Northwestern, but he had previously been with the program. I think Clemson is one where he could walk in and start. Obviously I know they got the ukulele and then they, the, the freshman that's a stud coming in, but um, same, same with Penn state they were turning a veteran quarterback and Clifford and they have a, a, a five-star coming in. But for one year, I think Jaden Daniels would start. I don't, I don't expect them to do that with Clifford. Maybe Clemson. I could see Clemson, but I don't, but they don't do Dabo has been pretty, pretty uh, outspoken on the transfer portal there. So how about like Wisconsin? Uh, he could start at Wisconsin tomorrow. Maybe he goes to Wisconsin. Michigan state is one. I know uh, they're probably happy with Peyton Thorne, but maybe Michigan is one where I think he could start. McNamara played solid, but I think he would be a starter uh, at, at Michigan. 
I know they have the other, the other kid too. Um, where, I mean, Georgia has Stetson Bennett returning. They're not going to ditch that Oregon. I know they got uh, Bo Nix, but I, I actually do think Jaden Daniels would start over Bo Nix right away. That's one to monitor. I mean, some of this pac 12 schools, cause if he wants to stay in the West, hell Colorado is one that could benefit greatly from, I don't know how many games they would win, but I, I can tell you this. If you tell me Jaden Daniels is the quarterback of Colorado, they go from like a three win team to a potential six win team to me. Um, maybe Oregon state or Cal or Stanford, probably not Stanford. I would say Cal maybe they got Jack Plummer coming in from Purdue. Maybe, maybe I, I mean, obviously I would take Jaden Daniels over Plummer, but Plummer's not bad. Um, Texas tech is another one I'd circle. Texas tech would be one. I mean, he could start at, at Illinois or Syracuse, but I don't, or Vandy or Duke, but uh, I would be shocked if he went there. It's going to be very interesting to watch. I, how about this as a long shot, Colorado state, Jane Orvell and, and Matt mummies, how mummy's son, they run the air raid, which I think uh, more and more quarterbacks are going to the NFL with air raid. Uh, you know, you're going to sling that rock all over the field. So maybe uh, I know that's a mid major. I, I would be, frankly, I would be surprised if it, if it was any mid major to me, it'd be Cincinnati. Um, but, but I'm just going to throw Colorado state out in that mix, Colorado, Colorado. So to me, I mean, BYU the, maybe, but I, I, I don't think so. Cause I don't think so. BYU doesn't really play that transfer game a lot too. I feel like how about San Diego state? He's a Southern California kid. Maybe. And I know they're bringing in Braxton Burmeister from Virginia tech, but maybe that one, but I'll say this Baylor, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, Wisconsin are the four that like could benefit greatly day one. I have no idea if they're interested. We shall see. Um, other impact transfers, by the way, did you guys see this one? Andrew Peasley, who was a quarterback that got some reps with Utah state. He transfers to Wyoming, Wyoming starting quarterback this past year, Levi Williams transfers from Wyoming to Utah state. We basically have a trade going on folks. That was a trade. And, and by the way, we need to like, I need to, to, to just, to just play some type of, of, of sound effect here, because one of the worst things happened and, and NC Nick's been calling for this. He said, when he saw the portal go this crazy, what happened? Let's just go right here. That is us shooting down this. I cannot believe I read this today or a couple days ago. Um, we got uh, four star Malik Heath, wide receiver for Mississippi State, transfers to Ole Miss. NC Nick was calling for this. He said, "One, uh, there's going to be a point where either a guy goes from Auburn to Bama or Duke to Carolina in basketball, uh, or or you know one of these crazy you know Michigan to Ohio State or vice versa." Well, it turns out this is the first one that I've noticed. From Mississippi State to Ole Miss, brutal, absolutely brutal, and that—that that to me is where I will disagree with the transfer portal. That's where I'm like, look, I think players should play everywhere, but man, that's 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 just—I uh, I don't like seeing it. But I guess it's going to be good good headlines when they play each other. So maybe it'll grow on me. Um, other transfer portal news, uh, or who, who else would I like in the transfer portal? As a surprise, I, I I think Taylor Martinez. Um, did I say Taylor Martinez? Adrian Martinez. It's not football season. Um, 
would be would be one that I think could work out. Kansas State always loves those athletic quarterbacks, and I feel like that could work out there. Um, Jaden Delora going from Wazoo to Arizona was interesting to me because I thought the offense at Wazoo was be- so much better than Arizona's, but maybe you know maybe that will work out. Obviously Jackson Dart, but I feel like that's a big that everyone knows that one. That's going to be in all, all all the publications. Ole Miss's offense, K- Dart with Kiffin. That one makes sense as as a big headline. So I'm trying to give you ones that are like kind. Of, I I think the Adrian Martinez one, and I'm gonna uh, here's one for you. Lindsey Scott, quarterback at Nichols. Oh no, I'm sorry. No no no. Lindsey Scott went from Nichols to Incarnate Word in the FCS. I know we're talking Incarnate Word here, but that that guy puts up monster numbers. He's a player. Lindsey Scott from Nichols to Incarnate Word. That is one. And then I'll circle the guy who left Incarnate Word, Cameron Ward. Who went to Wazoo? I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I think Cameron Ward is gonna have much better numbers this year than Jaden Delara will have at Arizona. If they both stay healthy, um, that those ones, ca- you know, would be the ones that jump out to me. Obviously, this one too, John Rice Plumley. I liked him at Ole Miss, and they I know they they took him when when Matt Luke was the coach there, and Rich Rodriguez was the OC. I liked him. And then uh, Kiffin comes in and he makes him like a wide receiver or something. But I could see it with Gus Malzahn at UCF. John Rice Plumley is one that I think is going to be a pain in the ass for the AAC. Every other team, I think Rice Plumley is going to be a baller in that, in that offense. So I would circle that one. Uh, Grant Wells, I think from Marshall to Virginia tech is another one. I don't, I got to see the, the way the new Hokie offense will be, but I, I was impressed by him at, at Marshall. Ben Bryant is one that uh, is going from Eastern Michigan to Cincinnati. He was previously at Cincinnati. So maybe that could work out. You know, I thought Desmond Ritter actually like was kind of a, an average quarterback. I didn't think he was great. I think that's one thing Cincinnati missed by being elite uh, is they didn't have a great quarterback. Now, Ben Bryant, I, I, I don't know that he's great, but I'm saying, I think he could have a good year and, and people will be like, well, who is this guy? Obviously Casey Thompson, but I think that one's publications are going to cover that with Mark Whipple. Uh, Casey Thompson going from Texas to, uh, to, to, uh, Nebraska. I would say those, you circle those. Um, I think, I think those, I have th- I'll throw out another one that maybe would be surprising to Quan Roberson from Penn state to Yukon. Jim Mora jr. Is that friend of the program, but he's uh, the head coach at, uh, Yukon now, maybe just maybe they can get some things rolling there. Year one, he's a talented recruit. Why not? But uh, yeah, those would be, those would be my picks there. I'm trying to think of maybe Chevin Cordero Cordero at San Jose state would be another one that, that uh, would catch my eye. Uh, so that's, that's my answer there. I don't really have uh, Raymond Jefferson who went from Sam Houston state as a running back to Colorado. I think is one that could, could be a, a slept on get for the buffs. Um, what else, what else do we got on this, in this questions? Um, who do, okay. Uh, wh- wh- who is your most interesting team to watch this year for each conference? And then, and then we're bringing, we're, we'll probably get out of here after that. I want to talk a little bit about the sunbelt, but uh, the AC, the AAC, you know who that is. All right. In the of ECU. 
I do think East Carolina's program's head in the right direction. You know, obviously I'm an ECU fan, so it's tough to 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 ignore that, but because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. That's my guy Steve Logan. I need to get Steve Logan on the show. Um, that is one. Uh, to me, I mean, obviously UCF with John Rice Plumley circle that East Carolina's growth with Mike Houston. Can they take the next step? Holton Allers is back. I think so. I think those two teams are the teams that I'm, I'm eager to see. I mean, maybe you could throw Houston into the mix with uh, Dana Holgerson, Clayton tune, uh, ACC. I think obviously the Florida state Miami thing are, are, are two ones that everyone wants to see. I don't know that Norvell's the answer. So those two would be, can they get the programs back rolling? But I'll tell you one that I'm kind of interested to see is Boston college with Jerkovic coming back. Boston college been recruiting better than they ever have in the modern era. I'm going to say Boston college is one in the ACC big 12. You know, my answer It was the team that I backed last year is my lock. My number one lock, Kansas over two win or over one win, which happened when they beat Texas in Austin. It's the Kansas Jayhawks. Lance Leopold, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's a fantastic coach. I'm more I'm most excited to see them. Potentially a little bit of Iowa State or Oklahoma State. Can they keep it up? But I think Kansas is, is the team that and and low key, I think Texas Tech will be fun, will be an interesting team to watch. Uh, that's fucking half the big 12, but, um, big 10, I think it's gotta be Michigan, right? Can they build on that? Michigan, uh, maybe Rutgers with the recruiting classes. Shiano's put together and I guess Nebraska, Nebraska, like week in week out, we'll be watching those with those storylines. Can Michigan stay afloat and can they beat Ohio state again and win the big 10 East? Rutgers's growth and, and Scott Frost uh, potentially getting fired from a week to week basis. That's probably going to be the big storylines there conference USA, which is hilarious. They have uh, you know, all those teams that left for the sun belt. They're going to go to court. <sighs> and by the way, Charlie Brewer, former quarterback of Baylor in Utah, he transferred to Liberty. Watch out for Hugh freeze with Charlie Brewer. And he also got uh, what's his name? The receiver from uh, the one, the running back wide receiver from Hawaii day day Hunter. Liberty might be sneaky good, in, but they're not in the CUSA yet. So, shit, UTSA again? Let's go UTSA. I'm, I'm eager to watch them. They get what Houston and Army on the schedule early for the Independence. I think Notre Dame with Marcus Freeman is by far number one. But I do think I, I'm interested to see uh, Jim Mora Jr. and Don Brown at, at uh, UConn and UMass. Even Jerry Kill at New Mexico State could be fun. You know, I'm a triple option guy. So I always want to see how army Navy air force do and should be Georgia Southern. Those bastards in the Mac. Um, it's gotta be Joe Moorhead at Akron. <laughs> that's, that's my number one to watch. I think, uh, to see how fast he can turn that. If he can turn it around, um, maybe a little bit of Northern Illinois too. see if Thomas hammock can keep it up. They were extremely lucky last year. I know they won a lot of close games. Uh, Mountain West. I would say Boise State, probably. Avalos, 
year two. Bachmeyer back. But uh, maybe maybe Fresno State with Jake Hayner. Or maybe Air Force. I'll just go with my Homer uh, triple option attack. Uh, Pac 12. Team, I'm, uh, it's got to be USC and UCLA, I would say, right? Can LA continue to grow and get better uh, as a conference right there? I mean, as a city with UCLA and USC there. SEC, you know, we're friends with Mike Leach. I think year f- three and four and five in, in historically in Leach systems has been when they've had their greatest success. Three, year three at Washington State, he still didn't have that success. I think it was year four in Wazoo. But I think year three in, in Lubbock is when he, he had a pretty damn good season. Not he, he didn't have his greatest season, but I think he had like a decent season year three. Um, so I would say those two or that. I mean, obviously Leach is a friend, so we want to see that Brian Kelly at LSU. I, I'm there every week for that fun. And I, you know, I'm a, I love Sam Pittman, but Brian Kelly already being like ridiculous, losing the, these fucking videos, the talk, the, the halftime speech at the basketball game. I signed me up all day for that. <laughs> Sign me up all day for watching that. Um, Sunbelt. All right. Now this one's is, is key because I'm, I'm really excited for the sun, Sunbelt. Sunbelt's low key, like one of my favorite conferences and these new divisions are going to be great. This new expanded sunbelt. This is like, I, I can't wait to watch sunbelt. I always love the sunbelt, but now you got in the, the, have you seen, have you guys seen this yet? The sunbelt, the new sunbelt East is app state, coastal Carolina, Georgia, Southern Georgia state, JMU Marshall old dominion. That is awesome. I remember watching an app state Marshall in the past uh, last year or the year before, I think both years. And I said, they should be rivals. I had no idea that they were going to end up in the same conference just a year later, but here we are. That is awesome. I can't wait for it. And then the, the Sunbelt East or the Sunbelt West, I'm sorry. is just, a, it's a little weak, but Arkansas state, Louisiana, ULM with Terry Bowden. That should be fun to watch them. South Alabama, Southern miss who, you know, if they can ever return to their days back in the eighties and nineties and even early two thousands, I love Southern miss Texas state and Troy. So the sunbelt East though, fuck yeah. Sunbelt East is going to be a blast night in night out. So, uh, or I should say not, not night in night out weekend week out still in, I'm still in college basketball mode, but sign me up for all those games. I will say the team that uh, will probably be coastal Carolina with the return of Grayson McCall, but I don't know. Bryce is back at, at app state JMU's in year one. Those ones are all compelling to me. Um, and ULM a little bit with Terry Bowden sign me up. All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience. We're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN as well. I'm on, on Twitter at the Colby D give it, give us all a follow. We got more college football to talk year round. We got you covered. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, also, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. And remember, if you're in Vegas, we're there for March Madness. So come say hello. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I look. I can always talk college football. Let's go FCS. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I could always talk. I mean, FCS. I touched on Incarnate Word right there. I'm excited to watch them play this year. I'm excited to watch look, football. College football is the best. All right. I mean, college basketball postseason is my number one, but I can always talk college basketball, college football. And uh, yeah, let's do this thing. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.